Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to the Yellow Army podcast on the week when we dropped off the top of the league, Richard, with third. We we could see it coming in the rearview mirror for quite a while, but it was still a little bit painful Wednesday morning, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could see them catching up, couldn't we, over the last month or so, even maybe before. But it's always a, it's always a, a annoying to look at the table and see that you have dropped off. We got a bit of a, a bit of luck, didn't we, when Sutton couldn't do it on Saturday. Um, when they could only draw nil nil with Wrexham, but um, both yeah. them and Hartlepool, Sutton won, Hartlepool drew, so they both went above us on Tuesday night uh, because we weren't playing, obviously, because Oldershot had their COVID problems, and, um, and and we're three points behind. And of course, because we're playing at five twenty on Saturday because it's on TV, we could be six points behind on Saturday. But hey, but then, you know. It will all be equal for for for, for ten minutes, uh, yeah. games wise. Um, you know that the, the games in hand are closing now. They are, but it's not the end of the world, is it? And we'll we'll hear in a moment from Gary about uh, there are still reasons to be cheerful. Part three. Sorry, and plenty of them. I had to say part three. Then you just led me straight into it, and I talked over you. <laughs> Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. You can't. You can't say that. You can't say that and not expect me to say part three straight afterwards. I'm not going to say it again. (laughs) We'll talk to Gary in a minute. Gary will be explaining all about it. We've got plenty to discuss as well. Two tricky away games coming up in the next few days, and this is the week, of course, when an ex-Talker United favourite was immortalised in cake. I don't know if anybody saw that on TV the other night, but we'll uh, we'll bring that to you a little bit later in the podcast. Excellent. But uh, first of all, should we go off and hear what Gary has to say? It's been a blustery day up at the training ground. I hope he didn't get caught in the downpour that's just come rattling against my windows. Um, but uh, Gary, speaking this morning after the events of Tuesday night and putting a little bit of perspective on things. How do you approach a week like this week when you know things have changed at the top of the table? Uh, do, you, do you sit the players down and have a chat with them, or do you trust them to just get on with it and do the right thing? No, you sit them down, you, you have a chat with them, you talk to them about you know staying with the belief in what, what you know got us to uh, got, got us to the top of the league and yeah. certainly competing up the top at the moment. Um, remember your principles and your philosophy, and we just got to get better at all that because that's got us there and we've gone slightly below our level that we were at um, over the last couple of weeks and we've got to make sure that we get back to the level so uh, it's just a matter of me and Downsy reiterating our uh, principles to the lads and that's what all our training's been about as well so it's been a a sort of crash course in uh, revision Yeah, absolutely Um, I I guess You've looked at the table while we've been at the top, and, and you know looked at the, the the games in hand situation and thought that this that this could happen, but but maybe not so dramatically. Well, I mean, you, you, you got, 
I mean, early part of the season, we were the ones getting 89 men, 89 yeah. goals, you yeah. know, between 80 and 90 odd, even after over 90. And, and Sutton have been lucky enough to uh, to get that run of, of wins themselves. Um, but there's a hell of a lot of games and points to play for still. Uh, it just means that we got to now um, adjust as the chaser. Yeah. As opposed to the champion, I as opposed to already being up there. Yeah. And you know, sometimes when you see a race and you see somebody out in front, and that one in front knows that that person behind might just have a little bit to win the race, he panics a little bit, yeah. and the one just behind pushes on, like you know what I mean, and finishes like a train. So um, that's how I'm hoping that uh, we'll see this one. Um, and I've said all along, it's you know, we was the champions for a long, long time. And it might, you know, be good to give someone else. We don't want to lose or draw games, but yeah. give someone else um, the, the the pressure yeah. of, of of being up there. So uh, no, we're comfortable with it all. You know, we know we're going to improve. We know that when we get our full squad back, uh, they should. Most of them will be, will be back come the last ten games of the season, for okay. instance. So you know, we need to hang on in there and, and get a few results over the next few weeks. I know you wouldn't use excuses for the situation uh, and it's not as bad as people are making out anyway, do you know what I mean? But the injuries must have been a factor and it's, it's something that must have been frustrating for you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who the people are that you're saying, you know, are disappointed and all that sort of thing. You know, I think that's just... Well, I, I try and avoid social media, but I hear secondhand that, you know, that, okay. that person said this and this person said that, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, listen, it don't matter who you are, Liverpool, <laughs> Man City, you know, if Man City get beat next week, everybody is moaning about it. That's yeah. part of the course. I think everyone's um, always had an opinion, but nowadays they can, they can put it... Where you can see yeah. it, if you know what I mean. No, that's fine, and, and they're entitled to all that. But what they might, what you mustn't do is, you know, mess up your life by being miserable all the yeah. time yeah. <laughs> and, and seeing the worst of everything. You know, yeah. we, I think, you know, we we only need one more point to beat last year's um, points. Absolutely, tally. yeah. We want to win the league as much as our supporters want to win the league, um, and if we do, you know, you want to be looking back thinking. Well, me as a support, you know, I as a supporter, supported them all the way through. Yeah. I didn't get down. I didn't get upset. I didn't throw me cup of tea. <laughs> um, and, and if I had done, it would have been stupid because my team's won the league. Now, we don't know that yet, yeah. but that might happen. Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, it's a quality of life. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my thought, thought for the day. You know, um, you know you, you, there's nothing... There's nothing better until so you know ninety nine percent of everything that happens. I reckon, and, and anything you worry about never happens. Right. So uh, there's my thoughts for the day. Sorry, I, and I, I I went off subject a bit, but I was just saying the, the the injuries must have been frustrating during this period. Yeah, well, of course they always are. They are yeah. for all the clubs. Um, and as you say, you know, we're not using it as an excuse. But what we know is, we will in a few weeks' time we're going to have like a. You know, another squad, yeah. if you like. You know what I mean? And, well, you've, uh, you've probably had 11s that could quite happily play that have been ex out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, at the moment, because 11 have, have been out, we, sometimes you have to play people that might not be quite 100% fit. You yeah. know, when everything was going well, everybody was flying, everybody had sprints, high-speed yeah. uh, runs in them, everything, you know, power plays. And we just dropped short of that, but... Um, 
you know, each week we'll we'll get there and we'll have to, you know, see how it goes in the next few weeks because, you know, there's some good games coming up before we play Sutton again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we can focus on that a little bit and, uh, you know, make sure that we're, we're, we're ahead of them when it comes round to playing them. And a TV game this weekend? Yeah, that's always uh, quite nice for the for the boys, um, and you know it's, it's something we don't seem to have a big problem with. What well, we had a good game at Hartlepool and then a poor one uh, at home, um, and so we're we're one all at the moment yeah. from good <laughs> and bad. So hopefully this one you know, puts us two one up. Brilliant, Gary. Thank you very much. I'll let you get on no with, with training and, and 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 getting the team ready for for Saturday, and uh, all the best for that. Okay. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Bye. 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 So thanks very much to Gary for uh, for what's always an interesting insight into um, into what's going on inside the camp. Um, the injury situation. Uh, obviously, they know what's going on. It was great to see Armani Little back in the side again on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we knew that there were a couple of players close, but we didn't know who they were. And um, that's going to be the case really for the rest of the season. I think Gary keeping his light under a bushel. Um, in that respect, uh, so he doesn't alert uh, away team managers that uh, who is available, um, and so they can't they can't work out basically what formation he's going to play or or who to target down the wing or this and that. So yeah, um, we will see players come back, and obviously, like he said, uh, come toward the end of the season, we should see a few more come back. I mean, we all. Yeah. We all would love Danny Wright to be back tomorrow, wouldn't we? But that's not going to be the case. Oh, yeah. um, it may. It... Interesting that the players that you miss in different situations. I was thinking about this watching the Hartlepool game on Saturday. I mean, Aaron Nemain has been a big miss. Yes, yes, bigger than than you would have thought at the start of the season when I was one of those criticising him for not being quite on his game. But he became a, a real important part of the midfield didn't he um and when when i look I, I was thinking about it funnily enough the other day when we were playing uh uh the the last game there are there are times when he would pop up in defense and win the ball and although okay he might not have played it out to a man or it might you know um we've missed his presence uh at the right, back, yeah. which is which is a remarkable thing to say for someone who is a, a progressive midfielder, but he he yeah. he did work very hard, and uh, yeah, we've missed him. Hamstring injury, I mean, we've been blighted by hamstring injuries, haven't we, this season? Um, yeah. The, each player that's out brings something to the team, and when you have that as a whole, then you yeah. can understand why we were so good. And then also, when we haven't got that as a whole, you can understand why we haven't been so good. You can having Aaron the main in the team, I think, makes Ben Whitfield a better player because he he, he creates if he's on the right and and Wits is on the left or vice versa, they create space for each other because they stretch the defence, don't they? And, and without Gary, that out the right winger, it's uh, it, it it's been less there's been less freedom for Ben Whitfield, I think. But Gary wasn't wasn't. Uh... Gary wasn't shy in playing him in the middle as well at times and letting him run through the middle and, and, and I think he was a dangerous player I think he's more dangerous than he looks do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. because you see him yeah. give the ball away occasionally um, and you see him miss a chance 
But I think his presence on the field was a lot more dangerous. Was 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 a concern for managers and 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 opponent opponents on the field much more than it looked. Kind of in a deceiving way, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I mean a word for Kyle Cameron as well, because you know when we were in our pomp back in November December time. Every time we got a corner, you knew Kyle Cameron was going to get on the end of it because it was something that he'd been working on uh, with um, with Aaron Downs uh, in training. And you just knew that Kyle Cameron was going to get to those. And there's, it's been a while now since we've threatened from a set piece, hasn't it, from a corner? Well, it's been a while now. Probably, I mean, the Boreham Wood FA Trophy game aside, it's been a while now since we've scored goals yeah. and we have scored yeah. goals we've won a couple of games but not in the um the liberal sense that we were doing it in the start of the season when we were beating people 4-0 every every week i mean that, that's an exaggeration yeah. but you know what i mean um of course danny wright's goals were a part of that but also conor Le- lemon evans has dried up a bit um i think i think he struggled over the last couple of games um possibly trying to trying too hard um yeah. and i know yeah. i know Trying too hard is it, it, it seems a silly thing to say, but but almost trying too hard and therefore making mistakes, um, trying to do too much uh, of other people's jobs, maybe. But let's, I mean, as we said before, let's get this into perspective. Third place in the league at this stage, um, in absolutely in touch with everybody else. If you'd given us the chance to be here at the start of the season, we'd have taken it. Third mm. position couple of points off the top um, decent run of home games to come I mean we'd, we'd have taken this if it had been offered yeah we would if it had been offered as a cash out we'd have taken it I never take cash outs guy so it's a coward's way um, yeah, well, I, that's bitten me on that's bitten me on the bum a couple of times by the way <laughs> I've lost big money because of it, it. It did me at the weekend I couldn't believe <laughs> Liverpool would lose at home to Fulham but there we go there we go yeah um, I, I, uh, I, I think we would have taken it. It uh, doesn't mean we're not disappointed not to, to be where it doesn't mean we can't be disappointed to be third after you know such a long spell at the top of the table. I, in my head, I keep on going back to the um, I think it was, is it 97? Uh, the year that that, that we uh, were top. Or we were sec- we were second for a long time behind Notts County, uh, and looking looking assured of promotion, and then we stumbled at the end there. Now, we maybe we stumbled early enough this time because that time we stumbled right at the wrong time, and that that was that was partly to do with the fact that Jason Jason Roberts had gone back to to Wolves, and then actually went to he went out straight out on loan again to Bristol Rovers. Um, that was partly to do with that. We we missed. We suddenly missed um, his partnership with Rodney Jack, and um, I. It just keeps on in my head. Keeps on going. Well, that's that's why we're missing Danny Wright. You know. Um, yeah. There are Billy, parallels, there? There, there are, are parallels. There, there are. Billy Wright was bought. Oops, Billy Wright. Billy Waters was bought in to play alongside or or, or play from the bench with, or play from the start with, whichever, with Danny Wright. Joshua Moura yeah. was brought in as a young, uh, a relatively young striker to maybe learn from Danny Wright because he's a similar player um, and progress. And, you know, the Rob Street doesn't look like he is quite ready. Maybe he yeah. needs another year or so. Um, 
you know, you such an important player. I know Gary will say it's not about one one player, but he's been Danny Wright was such an important player to the team early on in the season that um, we we really have missed him. And there's, I mean, that ramps up the pressure on him when he comes back as well, doesn't it? I mean, that's a you don't want to rush him back too quickly. I mean, we're all expecting that the minute Danny Wright gets back in the team, we'll start winning again. It's not quite as simple as that. No, of course I mean, it's not. A lot of ingredients have got to come in. I mean, you and I would, would be delighted to see him back in a talkie shirt sooner rather than later, but it's a lot of expectation on his shoulders um, that things are suddenly going to be OK again. Interesting what Gary had to say there about social media, because social media has been pretty brutal this week. I mean, I know, I, I know a lot of fans have given up reading some of the posts because people are just waiting to have a pop at the club and the management, but there are legitimate concerns. But I, you know, we touched on this the other day. I mean, social media is a completely different way of running a football club, isn't it? A completely different way of uh, managers, players, and what have you being under some pretty intense scrutiny. Gary um, doesn't care about social media, uh, not necessarily care about social media as a thing, but, but what, what, is written on social media by by um, critics, bedroom critics. Um, it's all it's, it's very easy, isn't it, to to um, sit there and vent your fury uh, on a keyboard um, with, uh, with with poor spelling when uh, when when you you're not part of it. You're not you're not at training every day. You're not in the meetings with the manager and the players, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what the budget is. You don't know this. You don't know that. So, you know, just just, just sit back and enjoy the season. Um, I I don't read social media. Um, I, it winds me up, so I don't read it. I'm old enough to know that I can live without it and still do my job. Um, the, the, the younger journalists I, I, I've met are all over it all the time uh, and it doesn't bother them when they get criticism or when, you know, things aren't very nice. Um, it does me, so I, so for the good of my health, I don't, I don't read it and that's, that's, that's the reason I don't read it. Um, Gary um, has been a manager for 40-odd years. You know, this is, this, is, this is a new thing for everyone, but for him, he's had 30 years of, of not having to worry about it, and he's not going to worry about it now. Um, no. It's the bloke in the pub. And previously, you didn't, you didn't read. Not everyone had access um, immediately to what the bloke in the pub was saying. Uh, he used oh, to stay cool. in the pub. Yeah. He yeah. used to stay in the pub. Now it's everywhere for everyone to read. You could choose to read it or you, you're not choose to read it. It uh, doesn't bother me. What is the football equivalent of Karen on Facebook? I don't know. There must be a football equivalent of that. <coughs> yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I mean, call me an old softie if you like. But I, I, it's a job that you and I couldn't do. I mean, I, I wouldn't be very happy if people sort of suddenly took to social media to scrutinise my spelling and grammar. Well, they do, um, Guy. I, I mean, this I'm is the thing. People do. Scrutinise what they're doing. Everything is scrutinised these days. And, uh, yeah. and it's, it's scrutinised by people who are quite happy to dish it out. But when it comes their way, they'll cry foul. Um, it's a it's an odd world these days, um, and you know without wanting to sound like a an old fogey 
Luddite. Okay. I wonder what you're going to say then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the F. Um, Luddite, etc. Um, you know, uh, it it's not changed for the better in some respects. No, you're right. Next time you have a music project on the go, by the way, can I suggest the Bedroom Critics as um, as possibly oh, a that's good. new band? Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, the new LP's just gone to the pressing plant, uh, guy. So it's uh, it? Yes, it has, yeah. There's plenty of time yet, the next one. <laughs> the, bedroom, the Bedroom Critics, it works on a number of levels. It's very, very um, 1978, uh, four lads from Wolfenstow. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. On Zoo Records. <laughs> Although they wouldn't be, they'd be a Liverpool band if they were on Zoo Records. One day we'll do a music podcast mm. and we'll let all these things, uh, we'll unleash all of this... Uh, 70s and 80s nostalgia yeah. but for the time being back to talking united i mean also uh it's been pointed out this week the backing that uh, the club is continuing to get from gaming international i mean we we no crowds in the streaming service is pretty much the only source of income for the club at the moment isn't it so you've got to hand it to owners of clubs in the national league who are still going yeah um who are bankrolling the clubs to frightening extent at the moment aren't they they, the the, the whole finance thing has still not worked out is it they've they've kept quiet about the whole finance thing but but some other chairman haven't and Boreham Wood I think who we play on Saturday they've had their loan turned down now explain to me I mean I know why they've had their loan turned down because because the, the, the Sport England has said that um they can afford to survive without it. Explain to me where that was written at the start of the season when everyone agreed to start playing football, that first of all, they'd get grants. Then that was changed to, no, it's going to be loans. Now it's been changed to, well, you can only have a loan if, if, you, if you need it, if, if you need it to survive. Now, their, their interpretation of surviving might be completely different from Boreham Wood's interpretations to, to you know, survive it. Boreham Wood are one of the, the luckier clubs in the, the league. And I say lucky, I mean, they did the deal. They set it all up. But they have, is it is it Arsenal's ladies play there? Or I think it's uh, yeah, Arsenal's. It, yeah. And so therefore, yeah, because uh, last year they had a game called off because Pep, uh, not Pep, uh, because uh, Arteta was, Arteta. yeah, yeah had right. coronavirus. So, um so they, they, they do get a stream of revenue from that deal, and good on them. Um, but uh, other clubs don't, and I, I, I think, I'm not sure if it was him or it was another club's chairman who said, so basically what they're telling us is, if you can't run your club properly and you haven't got any money, then you can have some money. If you've run your club properly for years and you've got a little bit of money, you can't have any more. Which is which is a worrying a worrying development for a club like Torquay, which appear. I mean, we don't know what you know the ins and outs, but Torquay appears to be a solvent, well-run club that um, isn't on its uppers at the moment. No. And so you, you kind of wonder what the response would be if Torquay go and say, "Look, you know, we've been playing without crowds for weeks and weeks and weeks. We need some help." Well, I I, I would be amazed if they hadn't applied for a loan. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> because the, the one of the things about the loan, which is good, is is that the um, the the interest etc. and the payment plan it was was pretty healthy, was pretty pretty tempting for you to go for it. Yeah, um, yeah. 
We'll see. We'll <coughs> see. Well, you mentioned Boreham Wood. There are opponents on Saturday with a 5.20 kickoff because it's on the TV. Talking are away at Boreham Wood Saturday, it's on BT Sport at 5.20. I imagine that means, again, there isn't any live streaming from Boreham Wood, so you'll need to get yourself a, a day pass or whatever it is from uh, BT Sport. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heck of a bark. That's a puppy bark. Is that the one? That's the little one on my knee. It's the little one on my knee. The other one's barking down the corridor because someone's doing All right. Someone's deemed to come in in, in their post van and, and, and park outside the front door. Always. Well, I think it was just a mention of boring wood. I'm just going to put him out, guy. Just bear with me. They are. He's skirted down the corridor to go and beat up the policeman. Uh, policeman, the postman. The postman, yeah. I don't want any okay, beating we... up of policemen, let alone postman. So, Borenwood on Saturday. Yes. Away. We seem to play, we, in my mind, it felt like we played Borenwood an awful lot, but obviously we played him twice already this season. Every time you look at a fixture list, it seems to have Borenwood on it. Yeah, I, 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 I think we play them at least 15 times a season, don't we? Um, it's, not, it's like Hereford back in the old days. We'd always play Hereford <coughs> twice in the league, once in the Sherpa Van yeah. Trophy, probably in the League Cup and the FA Cup as well. So yeah. We'd play Hereford three or four times a year. Yeah, no, Boreham would, uh, would fit into that category, don't they? So, play, I mean, they're in, they're in 10th place at the moment. Um, they're doing okay. Uh, Kabi Shimanga is their top scorer. We've come across him on a number of occasions. We managed to keep him fairly quiet, um, you know, when I've seen us play him. But he's he's a potent goal scorer. Eleven goals so far this season. Yeah, he is. Um, they've always been quite decent, and 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 our result in the trophy was maybe a, a, a uh, something that we we didn't quite expect. Four 0 was quite a good result up there. Well, three of the goals came in the last ten minutes, didn't they? <coughs> they we did. Around. Yeah. It would well, Asa Hall had put us one up, and then uh, Billy Waters, uh, Randell, and Lemon Hay Evans got three goals pretty late in the game, which made it convincing in the end. Um, we drew one each with them at Plainmore in November as well. Sam Shering was the scorer that day. Yeah. If I remember rightly, that was the goal that he scored away down at the. Um, the Babacom end when we were sitting away up at the uh, the mini stand end and couldn't quite see what had happened then. Yeah, yeah. We had to watch the TV replay a couple of times before we could work out what had happened. But a goal's a goal and a point's a point at the moment. Yeah, well, we. I was going to say we'd take a point. No, we wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, we'd, we'd take a win. But um, yeah. it, it, it won't be the easiest of games up there. Um, what we do know about their pitch is it's a decent pitch. Um, it's a it? yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the uh, because of the connection with Arsenal. So, um, if we're going to be able to play football, uh, the the thing is, when we play our best, <clears throat> we should beat these teams. Um, yeah, absolutely. Whoever whoever Gary chooses, or whoever Gary is forced to choose to play where, because that's what he has been uh, having to do over the last couple of months with the injuries. Um, fingers crossed that. Um, Armani Little didn't get any any reaction after playing the other day. Um, and uh, who else was back? A couple of players back, weren't there? I, I, I think, uh, I think we'll, we might see a few more back this week. 
Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. It'd be, nice to get, uh, it'd be nice to get Dean Moxie back into well, that. Well, I, I, I didn't... Balance it up a little bit. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, if we get Dean Moxie back, I don't know uh, how far some of the others are, but uh, he, he was one that I was thinking maybe, yeah, possibly yeah. he might be back. Um, the older players, of course, you know, they, 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 can, they can feel good on a Tuesday in training and by Friday, they can have, sometimes they have to turn around to, to the manager and say, look, you know, I'm not quite there yet. And I think that's happened a couple of times to Gary in the last month or so with players who was expecting to come back and through no, no fault of their own and no fault, fault, fault of Gary's, got to Friday and decided they weren't quite ready. Um, you know, Ga Ga like yeah, well, Gary said, G Gary did start saying Gary Warren and, and Ben Winter would be back, didn't he, about three or four weeks ago, and then got yeah. bitten really because they neither of them were ready. And uh, and he, he since stopped doing that, and I don't blame him. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> to what extent do you think it's down to confidence, Richard, that you know it, you could almost see in front of goal at the Hartlepool game, you could almost see the confidence had ebbed away a little bit. Players weren't having a go. Players weren't taking a shot from the edge of the box. They were, you know, they, there was that kind of ponderous approach, if you like. The, the play up to the edge of the box was pretty crisp. It was pretty good. There wasn't much in that game at any point. But no. it's just not, the, um, you know, no, nobody's really taking the responsibility at the moment. And I wonder if the confidence has gone. There's no Danny Wright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to hark back to it. Yeah, the players who were having a go, yeah. players like Conor Lemonhead, Evans, Asa Hall, you know, players who would have a shot from the edge of the box and earlier in the season they'd go flying in the top corner. I mean, maybe, you know, the, the responsibility of being on a, a slightly less of a winning run is um, is getting to them a bit. Yeah, and I think they're probably trying too hard. Again, that's what I said about Conor yeah. earlier on. Um, and and that's natural. Uh, if, yeah. they, if these yeah. players, they are of a certain age where, you know, the, the players would... We're hoping, we're looking at to, to, to do something like Conor Lemon A. Evans and, <clears throat> um, you know, uh, people like that. It, it, yeah. It, uh, uh, ben, Win uh, ben Whitfield. If they were, if they could play their best every week, they wouldn't be playing for Talk United. We have to remember that in the National League. Um, so they're not the complete players that sometimes we expect them to be and they will have off days and they will try too hard and you know it's, we just <clears throat> have to accept that sometimes but when they're on their game they are, they are match winners and, and sometimes they're just not on it and you're right we did create chances um, yeah. this week or last Saturday and uh, we didn't have someone there to put them away and and then when the chances fell to the midfielders, etc., they didn't put them away. Um, it did feel like they were playing some really crisp and nice football at times during that oh, game. Yeah. But the yeah. sucker punch of a 14-minute goal <clears throat> almost destroyed us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Borehamwood Saturday then. It's Maidenhead on Tuesday away. Another team that's... You know, do you know we've only played Maidenhead four times? It seems as if we've played them a lot more than that. We've only played them four times, and we've won three of those. Yeah, they're um, they're another team that I don't know why you think you've played them more, but it isn't yeah. odd, isn't it? <clears throat> we beat them two-one at Playmore on December the eighth. Ben Whitfield and Danny Wright, the scorers. 
Their top scorer is a chap called Sam Barrett, who's got nine this season, but he hasn't scored since November. I'm just going to go and get the dog in. Live dog looking after. Live dog looking after. Yeah. You don't get this on other podcasts. I mean, other podcasts have other things going for them, but you don't get... It's not like Crufts no. on other podcasts, whereas ours are. Little puppy. He's trying <laughs> to kiss me now, look. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was, was talking about Sam Barrett, the top scorer for Maiden, yeah. and he's got nine so far this season, but he hasn't scored <clears> since November. You wonder how many uh, goals Danny Wright would have had if he'd stayed fit, don't you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Ones, twos, he was getting the hat-trick at Hartlepool. Yeah. That wouldn't have been his only hat-trick of the season, I imagine, as well. But, uh, you know, some of these games that have been really tense and tight towards the closing stages, the draws and the single-goal defeats... A player like that does make a difference, doesn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. He comes into that. No, the, I mean, he was he was one of the top leading goal scorers in the, in the National League when he got injured. And uh, now you're, you're quoting players at me that, you know, have passed his, his goal scoring total. Yeah. And you think, well, they've only just passed it, have they? Yeah, I mean, I, and yeah. as you say, he would have been some way ahead of that by yeah. now, I imagine. Yeah. Interesting. But there you go. So that uh, Maidenhead... Um, a game that we all remember, by the way, against Maidenhead, October 2017, when they got they were late at Playmore. Do oh you yes, that one? yes I do. Yeah, got, back when uh, back when ball. everyone was at Playmore, but except Maidenhead. Yeah, that's it. And we <coughs> we showed no mercy on them either. They turned no. up late. They just about managed to get changed in time for kick off, and we were four 0 up by half time. Mm. So that was the uh, that was the no mercy to Maidenhead night, if I remember rightly. Yeah, that's, that feels like completely different times, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, our goal scorers were Josh McCoy, Luke Young, Reese Murphy and Jamie Reid. Wow. So that's um, a very different team it was back then. Mm. But uh, So that's, that's Maidenhead. Uh, another fixture as well, it may have passed you by the Aldershot game, which was called off on Tuesday, has now been rescheduled for April the 27th. Yeah, that, that, that's probably not such a bad thing. Well, it was interesting what Gary was saying after the match in his interview, um, which was on the <coughs> club website. When you talk about getting players back uh, from injuries with these postponements, OK, you've got the benefit of having a week without a game to get players fit again. But also, if these games all come in towards the end of the season, around the end of April and beginning of May... We should be firing on all cylinders by then, shouldn't we, with most of these players back? Well, we, we, we hope to see... Quite a few of those players back by then. Uh, Gary has said, you know, the last ten games he he expects to see most of them back, and uh, and that would be brilliant. So yeah, um, the the only caveat to that is then we 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 will probably be be back to the Saturday Tuesday Saturday yeah. Tuesday scenario, which was one of the reasons that we ended up with all these injuries, uh, Growly yeah. Puppy. But it would be nice to have Sutton and Hartlepool looking in their rearview mirrors as we uh, put a bit of a run together as well, wouldn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. They they can have a taste of it for a while. They can. I mean, you, you well, must remember that Hartlepool have played a game more than us. Um, yes. Yeah. So you know, uh, mathematically, we're still in front of them if 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 uh, if, if everything goes well. We have played them sucks, twice, obviously, so we can't we can't. Uh, can't grab the points off of them, but uh, let's hope we can grab more points off of other people than they can. Absolutely. 
player on the move this week, by the way, Mark Ellis. Yeah, saw that. And when I saw, he... I saw it um, <clears throat> on a story um, that popped up on my phone, and uh, I was hoping I'd missed a. Uh, Mr. Beast of Talk United News. I would have been happy to be not doing my job if Mark Ellis had signed, but no, he's gone elsewhere. He's gone to Notts County. Yeah. Uh, on loan from Tranmere to the end of the season, which means he'll be at Plainmore on April the 24th. Yep. Uh, when Notts County... Oh, what a good player Mark Ellis is, by the way. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, I hope he has a good... Uh, well, not too good, but I hope he has a, a decent time at Notts County. We liked him a lot at Plainmore. Yeah, and obviously, uh, Painton, is he Painton boy or Talkie boy? I can't remember which... I've uh, got a feeling he's South Ham somewhere. South Ham, is he? Kingsman Boyers. We should have looked this up, shouldn't we? Really. I um I was working at the the Sunday Independent all those years ago when uh his mum phoned uh to, to tell me his sixteen uh, year old son had just signed for Bolton Wanderers. Brilliant, good player, Re- really good player. He's had a long, um, pretty good career in the game. Yeah, and uh, it'd be nice to see him back again. Yeah. he'll get a good welcome. If there are, uh, there won't be fans in by then, will there? You'll get a good welcome on the live stream. Mm. And the riddle of this week, the Talker United player who was created in cake. Oh, yes. On TV. Now, if anybody was watching uh, the Stand Up to Cancer celebrity Great British Bake Off the other night, Uh which I was, there wasn't much else on the TV. I had a look at that. It was pretty funny. One of the competitors was Alexandra Burke, the uh, singer. (laughs) Oh, right. and I know where, and I know where this is going now, yeah. I believe they've gone their separate ways now, but at the time that was filmed, uh, she and Angus MacDonald were an item. Uh, and she made a cake with Angus MacDonald in it. <laughs> they asked them to make cakes which represented the, um, the things that really annoyed them. And the thing that really annoyed her was him getting into bed um, still muddy from training or something like that. <laughs> I kind of missed that bit. But she anyway, she made a cake I've got... with Angus MacDonald in it. I'm not going to say what I, I can't to. remember seeing a cake with an ex-Plainmore favourite in it before, so I think that may be a first. I'm going to make a... Who could we make as a cake? <laughs> um, a suge- suggestions yeah. on postcards, please. There's yeah, one for the pre-internet pre- days. There's got to be a... a a joke in there somewhere, hasn't there? <clears throat> I can't think of it. We haven't had a player called Battenberg play for us or anything like that. No, or, or Mr. Sponge. <laughs> Private Sponge. There's got, there's got to be cake-related cake players. Please send in your, your answers, yeah. No. No, I can't think of it. Somebody will ping it to us later on. But yeah. Yeah, which uh, Talking United player would you make in cake? This is getting slightly surreal now, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> See, I can't stop thinking not... about it now. I can't stop thinking about it now. That's it. The rest of the day's ruined. That's it. Well, I, I, I'll get a WhatsApp message from you later today. You'll have thought of some I will. genius Talker United cake link. I will, yeah. There we go. I wouldn't say it would be genius, but it will be related. <laughs> and that's it for the Yellow Army podcast this week, a week that's seen a bit of disappointment for us. Uh, as we leave the uh, the lead in the National League to other teams for the time being. But third place is a pretty good place to be. Yep. And I think this current Talker United side will be back. Yeah, no, and, uh, you know, we, we, we could, this time next week, we could be we could be back on top. You never know. Yeah. It may even do us good to um, to be off the lead 
instead of being the team that everybody's sniping for now, we'll be one of the teams doing the sniping. Yeah, and absolutely. And I don't think it's a bad place to be. No, no, no let, let, let's keep our fingers crossed that things go well. Indeed. Thank you for listening, as ever. Thanks for your emails. Thanks for your messages. Glad you're enjoying the Yellow Army podcast. Two away games to watch. And yeah. it's back to, uh, back to action of play more. Apologies from the puppies for, for all their, their, <laughs> their noise. Just a slight disruption. People won't mind. People are used to it by now. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for your time. And as ever, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.